Welcome to the Inspired Word of God. I'm Marcia. The message today is Our Daily Bread. Matthew 6, 11. Give us this day our daily bread. Is our daily bread that which we mix in a bowl from ingredients and bake? Is it having an overabundance of wealth? Or is it both? It says in 1 Timothy 6, 5 and 6, Perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness, from such withdraw thyself. But godliness with contentment is great gain. We should not allow ourselves to be caught up with people with corrupt minds, destitute of the truth concerning God. They think gain is godliness, but it is not. When we walk with God, we are content with what we have and what he blesses us with. We trust him to provide us with what we need. To be destitute is to be without means of sustenance, lacking food, clothing, and shelter. Someone with a corrupt mind is guilty of dishonest practices such as bribery. It is a person who lacks integrity. The Lord wants us to find contentment in Him. There are those who are not satisfied with this type of contentment because they desire more, more wealth, wealth that goes above the contentment they would have with the Lord if they sought to have that kind of contentment. But for all the gain, the riches that we gather, we cannot take it with us when we leave this world. The Lord desires for us to be content in Him. When we strive above that, greed can set in, hunger for power, and corruption often follow. It says in 1 Timothy 6, 7, For we bought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And in Ephesians 5, 15, 16, as he came forth of his mother's womb, naked shall he return to go as he came, and shall take nothing of his labor, which he may carry away in his hand. And this also is a sore evil, that in all points as he came, so shall he go. And what profit hath he, that he labored for the wind? Psalms 49.17 For when he die, he shall carry nothing away. His glory shall not descend after him. Though scripture tells us to be content with what we have in the Lord, people continue to covet because they aren't satisfied. 
Some want the exact thing that someone else has, and others aren't satisfied with that, but want even better. Luke 12, 15. And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consists not in the abundance of the things which he possess. The Lord wants us to understand our life is more than the wealth we crave or the abundance we already possess. 1 Timothy 6.8 tells us, And having food and remnant, let us be therewith content. Something happens when we are content with what God provides us. What is that something that I'm talking about? We place our trust in Him to give us what we need. That trust we practice is through faith. As the Lord provides, faith is increased. Relying on God, we understand that He knows what the days ahead look like. There is peace that settles in our spirit, knowing that the Lord will lead and guide us. God will bring our daily bread because he is the bread of life. During their time in the wilderness, God provided the Israelites with food. He rained manna down from heaven, brought them quail to eat when they complained that they didn't have meat. When he turned their direction that took them through the lands of Esau, he told them they could buy water and meat from the people with money. Their clothes did not wear out, and their feet did not swell in their shoes during those years they wandered. Moses recounted their journey to them in Deuteronomy 2.7, and it says, For the Lord thy God has blessed thee in all the works of thy hand. He knows thy walking through this great wilderness. These forty years the Lord thy God has been with thee. Thou hast lacked nothing. Deuteronomy 8, 3, 4 And he humbled thee, and suffered thee to hunger, and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know that he might make thee know that man does not live by bread only, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord does man live. Thy remnant waxed not old upon thee, neither did thy foot swell these forty years. When you read about the exodus from Egypt, you will see how the Lord provided their needs. This can be found in the book of Exodus, chapter 1, verse 1, through chapter 40, verse 38. Matthew 4, 4. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. What did Jesus mean by this? It informs us in Romans fifteen four. For what? Soever things were written aforetime 
were written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. Jesus wants us to feed on his word, to digest it in our heart and spirit. What was written was done for us to learn from. Romans 15.4 says that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. When we read the word of God, we have hope. God has promises in there. He has instructions for us to follow and information that teaches us. Here is an example. Ephesians 6.17 And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. It teaches us in Ephesians 6.17 that the sword of the Spirit is the word of God. And when you read Ephesians 6.10-17, it teaches you how to armor yourself against the attacks of the enemy. And it's called the armor of God. We learn here that the Spirit has a sword for us to use, and it is the Word of God. Jesus used the Word of God against Satan when he tempted him 40 days. Remember, it says in John 1 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John 1 14. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory and the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The word became flesh. This is Jesus. There is much for us to learn in his word. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by the word of God. His word teaches us to have life, maintain it in all situations, and keep it eternally. Hebrews 13, 5, 6 Let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. First Timothy 6, 9 But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and prediction. Striving to be rich can lead a person into temptation. They can become trapped in a snare. If not careful, A person can be destroyed in perdition. Perdition is that state of final spiritual ruin, the loss of the soul into damnation. It says in 1 Timothy 3.7, Moreover, he must have a good report of them which are without, lest he fall into reproach and the snare of the devil. 1 Timothy 6.10 For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. 
when we focus on the cares of this world and the deception of wealth, this happens to us. It also tells us in Mark 4.19, And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. This deception that a person can fall into will choke out the word of God, and it becomes unfruitful for that individual. 1 John 2.15-17 through 17, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world pass away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abide forever. Jesus was speaking to Jews, and he was telling them that he is the bread of life. They did not grasp understanding, though he spoke directly to them and told them the meaning. We'll go with John 6:34 and 35. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. John 6, 49 through 52. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which comes down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. The Jews, therefore, strove among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man, and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. Whosoever eat my flesh, and drink my blood, hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drink my blood dwell in me, and I in him. In John 6.60, it tells us, Many therefore of his disciples, when they had heard this, said, This is an hard saying. Who can hear it? They walked away. Not the twelve. His twelve disciples stayed with him, but there were others that were following. And when they heard this, they walked away because they kept looking at literally eating him and drinking his blood. And that is not what he meant. 
we will back up now to John 36 through 40. But I said unto you that ye also have seen me and believe not. All that the Father give me shall come to me, and him that come to me I will in no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will which has sent me, that of all which he has given me I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that every one which sees the Son and believes on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. So Jesus was telling them that those who believe in him and come to him, they will have eternal life. And on that last day when he returns, they will be raised up and they will have eternal life. But he describes himself as the bread of life because he is the bread of life. But in their ignorance, they were trying to figure out in their mind, how can we eat his flesh and drink his blood? And that caused a lot of them to walk away. A lot of times we have misunderstanding of scripture and what the Lord is telling us, but it's because we hear something and we run with it and we don't seek him out for clarification. In their case, they literally were standing in front of Jesus as he talked to them and told them this. Had they been listening and believed, understanding would have come. But they were focused on, from a literal sense, what he said about eating flesh and drinking blood, and that caused them to walk away. We have that problem today. We don't listen and we don't seek him and ask him for clarification and understanding. And we miss it. And many will miss it if they don't stop and ask him to give understanding. Don't look at something literally all the time and then run away from it because it's too much for you to bear. Especially in this day and age when everybody's doing everything every kind of way. You definitely should take the time to seek God and ask him for clarification and understanding of his word. It says in John 6:64, but there are some of you that believe not, for Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and who would betray him. Jesus is the bread of life. When we have our daily bread, we digest spiritual food that nourishes our spirit food for eternity that can only come from our Savior, Jesus Christ. John six forty seven and 48 tells us, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me has everlasting life. I am that bread of life. My closing prayer. Lord, I pray for understanding of these scriptures as they are planted in hearts 
Let them take root and grow in each individual in the sound of my voice. Let us focus on our daily bread, your word, the bread of life, our Savior, to feed our soul. And may we seek this life-sustaining bread daily. In the name of Jesus, amen. And I'll say-